Ah, yes, Dracula throwing his own party, finally. I can't wait to, for people to show up. I'll uh, ha, ha, put on the music. Hear the thump, the thump, before people get here and party like it's 1599. Oh, uh, uh, oh, I hear the doorbell. My first guest is here. <laughs> oh, hello, Mr. Ghost. Hello, Dracula. It's good to see you. I hope this party doesn't suck. Ha 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 ha. I don't get it. Come on in. Don't mind if I do. Take your shoe. Oh, you don't have any feet. <laughs> you always could see right through me. <laughs> I don't get it. Explain yourself. It's not as funny then. Oh, whatever. Let's move on. What do you think of the music? Pretty cool. I could really see myself getting groovy. Oh. Let's dance, ghost. Let's get our boogie on. Oh yeah, I like the way you move. Oons, 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 oons. Yeah, I like that you sing along to the beats. This is a ghost house party. Oh, it's the best. I'm glad you showed up, Mr. Ghost. I'm glad this music is here to make us sound less boring. What are you talking about? I'm exciting! I'm Dracula! Hey! I'm famous! Where are all the girl ghosts at? Oh, the, the other guests will get here soon enough, I assure you. I, you, I... Just make sure it's not like that last party where you only invited me. <laughs> Why would Dracula do that again? Just because you're my only friend? That's really sad. It is. I sound like a goat now. Sometimes I cut myself while I'm shaving on purpose so I feel alive. Do you drink your own blood? What I do in my own time is my own business. Oh no. I have a confession. Okay. I only invited you. I knew it. I'm crying. <laughs> Just like I do every time I listen to this stupid podcast. What podcast is that? Retro Blizz! Hello everybody, welcome to a brand new, beautiful, perfect, stunning, uh, lacking, lacking of direction, direction and talent <laughs> and know-how and what are other great adjectives to describe us? Well, what's the adjective for not knowing when to cut off a bit, like a segment? I've never had that problem. Oh, me either, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, I lie a lot. Now, Trevor, tell the kitties, all our couples and couples of fans that mm -hmm. listen to us on a regular basis, 
what game we've decided to cover for them uh, today. We're going to cover some more golf games. Oh, right. No, we're not, we're not <laughs> no. going to do that. Too. Maybe a golf game. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> You're so sad. I am. <laughs> so, yeah, as promised, oh, I don't know, a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. we're finally covering Ghost House for the Sega Ghost Master System. Ghost House. Which is probably one of the more obscure, obscure even. Or obscure. Obscure. It's kind of a obscure It's one of the game. more obscure games we've covered. Yeah. Um, I don't think a lot of people have probably played this. I didn't know of it. Yeah, so uh, get into just a little bit of uh, the background of it soon, but just to let you know. Wait, 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 before you do. Trevor. What? <laughs> so deflating. <laughs> I like to wait till you get a good... I'm just trying to properly introduce the game. I just, I'm trying to help with this. I was going to say. Help. (laughs) I was going to say, what are your experiences with Dracula? (laughs) Stretch. Dracula is a key uh, character in this game, by the way. I don't think I ever thought a lot about Dracula, but... (laughs) I think he's ten times cooler. Oh, I know my experience with Dracula okay. from the Castlevania games. Oh, that's yeah. that's yeah. That's my experience with Dracula. That's Those probably are, in video games terms. That's probably by far what he's yeah his biggest claim to fame would be that he's in those games. And Dracula is so much cooler than all the modern vampire junk that come out. Oh yeah, by far after Twilight, he's probably my. I always liked Frankenstein's monster more. I'm talking old school, like yeah. the old school black and white movies. But you know he's uh, he's definitely up there. He's a icon. He's an icon of the horror genre, mm-hmm. as we like to say, or genre as you're supposed to say it. So let me ask you a question. All right, go ahead. What's your experience with characters named Mick? Uh, well, one of my favorite pro wrestlers is Mick Foley. Okay. Does that count? Sorry, I was just trying to stretch because Mick is also in this game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even stumped you. So I'm sure our listeners are following. Trevor, what? Okay, I got a question for you. What are your experiences with a, a orange ball like thing with two legs that breathes fire? Because uh, that's also in this game. Yep. Hey, I have a question. Yeah. <laughs> What's your experience with cards? It's like, like a game of cards. Well, because this game is on a Sega card. Oh, I see what you yeah, did there. See what I did there? Yeah. Well, what game is it? Let's actually. I'm gonna let you do it this time. So, Ghost House came out for the Sega. <laughs> I think it's a Ghost House. Ghost House. I thought, like you made it like it's a past tense ghost house. Ghosted house. <laughs> it's a ghost house. It came out in 1986 for the Sega Master System, which of course was Sega's foray into the 8-bit console generation. Right. And uh, Actually, go back in our archives and you'll see a whole episode we devoted just to the Sega Master yeah, System. Yeah, go and pause this episode and go listen to that episode. It's, we'll wait. Hold it's, on. It's a little pause. boring, but it's okay. We're going to wait. Okay. All I right. I hope you yeah. liked it. So this game actually came out on the Sega card, which is like a, it's kind of a credit card sized, um, it's not a floppy disk, it's, no. it's a memory, st- <laughs> I really don't know what it is exactly, to be honest. It's, it's, it's like a memory a, card of sorts. Um, it's like a smaller floppy disk, is kind of what it looks like. Yeah, right it did not hold much, it did not, it did not hold much data. Right, so there were, just like me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there were a few games that came out on these Sega cards. Um, but Sega pretty much discontinued them quickly because they didn't hold a lot. Um, but they were cool because they were, I don't know, they're just unique. Yeah, they're very um, different. They're very thin, like not much thicker than a credit card, about the size of a credit card. Yeah. And so this game also came out on this traditional Sega Master System cartridge. Right. But I just had to have it on the card because it's just different. Yeah. Now, the first yeah. thing I'll point out about this game is the cover art. 
Oh yeah, I got. Um, so I actually have the box manual yeah. and game right here that I just had to have. Now the box is about the size of like a smaller DVD case. Yeah, it's. It, I like it. It's your normal Sega Master System cases are just like Sega Genesis cases. Yeah. This one is yeah, it's like half as thick. And then you open it up, and now there's a treat inside. Well, the manual I already mentioned. We won't read that quite yet. But the game likes to fall out at you. But it comes in a little sleeve, which mine did not have, so I put it in like a, a card sleeve yeah. for like trading cards. Um, but yeah, it just fits in there, and uh, I don't know. I like the I like the very cover, too, because, you know, yes. I'm very fond of these, these Sega Master System box art covers because they're... <laughs> so, uh, what's the word I can use? They're... They're so bad that they're good. Does that make sense? So this one, you want to describe this one? Okay, yeah. Literally, the cover for this game, the cover art for this game, the game that sells the thing that you see in the store that makes you want to buy the game, is somebody holding up the little card that we just told you about in their fingers. Yep. It's literally a photoshopped hand <laughs> holding the game card. Give me pho- they didn't have Photoshop back then. Well, it's pasted and cut with glue then. There you go. It's photo. It's a I mean, photo it's, hand. They did a good job without yeah. Photoshop. And then, of course, it's got, the, it's got the iconic grid behind it, as all those games did. This looks so terrible that I, I love it. Like, yeah, it's like, so bad. I really do love the, the front. Hey, why don't I go and read the back? Yeah, do it. Because I'm not going to get in the manual yet. We'll save that. But So, the back, you've got two screenshots from the game. It says, Ghost House, a spooky romp through Count Dracula's incredible haunted house. Oh. You're Mick. And the good news is that your grandfather just told you that you're to inherit the family jewels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too mature oh. for that. Oh, okay. It's a flashy collection of diamonds, rubies, sapphires, oh. even oh. opals. All yours. All right. The bad news is they're hidden inside Count Dracula's mansion. They've been there for years. And you'll never get them. First, you have to wipe out the bats. Dracula's, plural, which is a little confusing. Yeah. Uh, There's more than one of me. And eventually, they're annoying henchmen. <laughs> then. <laughs> they tell terrible jokes. Yes. Then you have to find hidden keys and passageways. And they do a podcast about the old video games. I'm about to podcast your head. (laughs) Then you have to find the hidden keys and passageways that should lead to your family's long lost treasure. Here's the best part. You ready? Yes. Ghoul luck. You'll need it. Oh, I seen what you did there. That wasn't me. That's the game. Ghoul luck. They understand good puns. They do. They get it. 100%. So yeah, there's the back of the box. It's, um... So yeah, let's just go and say 1986. This is... I think it came out within just a couple months of the release of the Sega Master System in North America. So you could call this a launch window game. Um, so you got you got to keep that in perspective when we talk about this game. This is like one year older than the original Super Mario Brothers. So does that mean like you open a window and throw the game out of it? Yeah. Okay. Launch window, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you open a window and you eat Stretch. it? Stretch. Or is it you open a window and you eat it around 12 o'clock noon? I'm just going to let that one simmer. <laughs> All right, please do. And go. All right. So yeah. So this is this is a very um, early Sega Master System game. Right. It's yeah. an early eight bit game, and um, so I guess that should tint the review. Okay. Yeah. In some ways. Yes. Fair enough. So you know what you're getting into. Yep. By that day. Now, Trevor, let's just tell what the game is. All right. Yeah. And uh, how about I open the manual now? Okay. He's going to open. That kind of tells you what the game is. It's a really short manual, and I'm not going to read it all. But we don't usually have the manual for games, so I just got to take advantage as it flies all over the place. Yeah, that doesn't hold the card very well. The box no, doesn't. It really doesn't. So basically, I already explained the back of the box. You're trying to find the family jewels. The way you do that <laughs> is in each haunted house, which is a level or a round, 
they are five coffins with Dracula inside. Mm-hmm. You have to find a key, which is just dropped by a random enemy, and unlock each coffin and defeat Dracula. Once you defeated all five Draculas, you escape through the magic portal. <coughs> I'm a coffin. Oh my goodness. <laughs> You're dropping me batty. Speaking of bats, that's one of the main enemies in the game. Uh, they're flying around everywhere. Oh, they're the worst. Yeah. I hate those dumb bats. And you play as Mick, who, uh, according to the manual, is a normal-looking guy in the blue shirt. And he has no hands. Well, this is very... Look, he, even in the manual, he has really pointed ears. But yeah, it, I asked it, you what he was supposed to be, because I didn't think he was human. His ears are yeah. elf-like. It does not explain it anywhere that I can tell. Yeah. But, anyways, so you've got bats that are everywhere. Remember the Beauty and the Beast game we covered? Yes. It's yeah. like that times five. There's just right. bats there's, everywhere. <laughs> bats are probably the main the main baddie that you'll see. Oh, here They're the Goombas of this game. You tell me. Oh, yeah, I agree. They're just a lot more annoying than Goombas. Yeah. <laughs> tell me if you think this is some kind of weird translation error, okay. or this is just something I'm not getting. So it shows a picture of the bat, which is a, you a know, bat. just a bat, and it's called a Darrow bat. Darrow bat. Okay. It says, there's the Darrow Bat, a crazy baseball bat who went wrong somewhere along the line. Maybe it's supposed to be a joke. It sounds like a joke we would make on our show. I wonder what Darrow Bat means. Maybe it's something Japanese. So it says he's a baseball bat that went wrong. I guess just a, just a bad pun, maybe. He's a flying bat. He's a flying yeah. bat. Yeah, he's a bat as an animal, not a baseball bat. I'm but. looking up Darrow Bat while you're reading. Okay. Then there's the fire blower, which is probably the most annoying regular enemy. Because he breathes fire and you can't. Normally the enemies, you just punch them. The Darrow Bat, I mean, sorry, the Fire Blower, you have to jump over him. Then there's a mummy that appears in the second level. And Death. <laughs> I didn't realize that thing was called Death. It's just a big blob with hands, basically. And uh, you attack them all by punching, except for the Fire Blower. <laughs> the manual says you have to jump over his head and attack him with your knife. Otherwise, you'll get scorched. That's not really true. You just jump over the Fire Blower and he dies. There's really no attacking. Every, uh, um, just update, everything for Darabat is in another language, so I can't read okay. it. Okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah, the manual basically goes on to tell you about some of the traps in the game, which we're going to get into anyways. Um, and it tells you you're going to need to find keys to open all the coffins and climb ladders, crawl under traps. Uh, it tells you you get three lives and you get an additional one at 50,000 and 150,000. And then it basically breaks down all the points the different enemies give you. Um the craziest thing is the treasures you pick up from Dracula can range from anywhere from just 200 points to 28,000 points, which is a pretty massive range. That's a good range. And it actually tells you there's six rounds in the game, and I wasn't sure about that. Because, spoiler, we didn't make it through all six rounds. I didn't make it through one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a tough game. This game has six rounds, but I don't even think of them as levels. It's almost more like, um, like an old arcade game like Pac-Man. And it does eventually end, but it's not really like six normal levels. It's, it's very maze-like. I've used that quite a bit on the games we've played lately. But this is also that because you're just exploring this house, and it has many levels to the house. It's like it's it's like a, at least a four to five story house easily. Right. So yeah, the yeah, the essence of the game is not like you said. It's not a normal like platformer where you're moving no. left right. It's like, there's platforming in it. Right. Yeah. It's like a whole house that you're set free in, yeah. And you just have to find these coffins within the house. And you and the and all the coffins are locked. You have to get the key to unlock them, and you get those by just defeating some of the random enemies, and one of them will drop a key eventually. Mm -hmm. And there's five Draculas, so you got to get at least five keys to do this and defeat those five Draculas. And then the end of the level 
there's a door to pop up and you got to find that door to get out. Right. <laughs> and I'll just say, I played this game for quite a good while before we got together today to play it. And <laughs> I was proud of myself because I defeated all five Draculas in the first round. I had all five gems and I found the magic door to escape and I died inches from it. And so before today, that's as far as I'd made it. And you did that again today, by the way. Yeah, I did it again today. <laughs> you got stuck on a spider web. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I had a life left. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. Well, I guess we're talking about gameplay now, aren't we? Yeah, we might as well. Let's get so, into the yeah. gameplay. So you're a mech. Uh, you can jump. You can duck. You can crawl while you're ducking. And you can punch. Those are your main ways of playing. You can punch enemies, and you can also jump on enemies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the flying bats are the hardest, like I said. You will hate the bats. <laughs> Or the Darrow Bats, as we yeah. can say. Uh, the one enemy, the fire-breathing enemy, you can't punch. You have to jump on it. That's the only way to defeat yeah. it. And there's a couple of those in there. Also, during, there's booby traps in there. There's trap doors in it. There's all kinds of little secrets hidden in the walls. You can mm-hmm. go through some of the walls, even though you wouldn't know it unless you did it by accident. Yeah, or there's somebody nothing told to you. indicate it. Yeah. Um, what am I leaving out? I feel like I'm leaving something out. Well, that... The, the main thing about this game is you mentioned how hard the bats are, and it's because, well, you get a huge life bar, and they don't hurt you very much, but they just kind of eat away at you. And it's one of those games I don't think you can kill every single enemy. You're, gonna, you're just going to get hit some. You have to accept it. Yeah. And so, <laughs> because there's so many enemies, yeah. especially the bats. It's just, just going to happen. They're just going to eat away at your health the whole yeah. time. And your sanity. Right. But the traps you mentioned, I guess I guess you could consider the spoilers a little bit. Because this game is so simple, but it's incredibly hard, and dare I say almost impossible, until you realize this game is really all about the environmental uh, booby traps and hazards. It's all about those things. Now, didn't you tell me that this was an arcade game? Oh, it was based on the 1982 arcade game called Monster Bash. Because I was going to say, it feels like you would could play this in an arcade. Right, and I, and I watched a video of Monster Bash, and I recommend you go do that. It's pretty cool. It was like a single screen, like the whole house was on a single screen. Yeah. Whereas this game is sprawling. Yeah. Um, but there, I could see the similarities. But the traps, like, um, well, what was your experience with the traps? Did you know what was going on when things were flying out at you? No, I was just falling suddenly, and I didn't realize why. I asked you why I kept falling at one point because it looked like I was walking on a brick part. Yeah. But I fell through it for some reason. Well, spoiler alert: you actually just fall through it, or you go through it. There's not an actual door that opens, so you don't really yeah. know what's happening at first. Yeah, so at various points in the level, you're just walking on the, the brick floor. Yeah, minding your own business. And then you just fall through. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I finally realized is if you crawl, you eventually just learn the map. There's really no indicator that it's a trap. But you just you can crawl over those parts and get through them. But really, the bigger deal, there's these candles on the wall. And there's these, um, they look like genie lamps. I'm not sure what they're supposed to be, like yeah. on the mantles. And every time you walk by one of those, and there's a ton of them, it springs a trap. The candles shoot a knife, and the little genie lamp thing shoot an arrow. Well, if you jump on the arrows like 20 times, you get a temporary invincibility. Right. But way more useful than that, at least as far as I'm concerned, is the knives that shoot out of the wall. And I wish I'd known this the first time I played it. I discovered it accidentally. If you jump on a knife that's shooting at you, you can pick it up and use it as a weapon. And it makes fighting Dracula so much easier. How many does it take? It takes a couple. Uh... You can get a knife just by jumping on one knife, and it lasts. Oh. The the arrow, you have to do it like 20 times to get invincibility. I was getting it's, it's almost not worth it. Yeah. But the knife makes you way more powerful. It gives you a longer reach, and it only works for five hits, 
but it's really helpful for Dracula. Yeah, I was about to say, it makes Dracula a lot easier because, here's a spoiler <laughs> alert, he's a bat most of the time. And remember, the bats we told you are very annoying, he's even worse than them. So when you come across Dracula's coffin with your key, he just starts flying around, and for just a second or two seconds, he'll turn into his more, I guess, human form. Yeah. And then is when you can really attack him. You can also attack him when he's a bat, but well, what was your experience with that? <laughs> I never knew if I was hitting him or not. I couldn't tell, because I know he was hitting me because my health was getting less and less. Yeah. But I guess I was hitting him, too, because eventually he would just die. But I couldn't tell from actually hitting him if I was or not. There was nothing in the animation of the character to, to let me know that I was affecting him at all. See, I've probably put a good, I don't know, hour and a half into this game now at this point. And I still don't, I don't know any big secret to actually consistently hitting Dracula. He flies at you just <laughs> sporadically in his bat form. And he's really hard to hit. But you can't hit him when he's flying. He's just really hard to hit. But the secret, um, and like I said, I I think this game is almost infuri- infuriatingly difficult until you discover the importance of uh, of springing those traps on purpose and picking up the knife. And also, there's light bulbs hanging from the ceiling. And up to five times, I think it is, per level, you can jump into one of those light bulbs and it freezes all the enemies. Yeah, but you can't touch them either, just so you know. You can't, but if you attack Dracula, what I realized just today, actually, you can still attack him when he's frozen, and it doesn't look like you're hitting him, but then when the screen unfreezes, he's dead. Right, yeah. That's so, how you yeah. got that one, I remember. Yeah, so just use your environment to your advantage. Your Dracula is super frustrating. Yeah. Did we talk about how the game looks? Well, we'll get into, I guess we'll do graphics sec because we're just random. Yeah, but, that's what I was going to say. I think we said everything about gameplay, unless you have something else. Um, Let's see. Well... Being an arcade game, getting lives is super important. So you get a life at 50,000 points. Um, use the light bulbs, use the traps to your advantage. And just learning the um, the patterns of Dracula. It's just one of those games that I really started off super frustrated. But I realized it's one of those, you kind of get the timing down a little bit. And it got a lot easier. So, yeah, I wish there was some way to give a better ex- explanation of this. Because I feel like... It's so simple, but there's something to it because this one actually did get better every time I played a level. It, but I mean, a lot of these older games, in theory, are simple. I mean, Mario, you're just running and jumping. That's true, yeah. But, you know, it's the more you play, the better you get at it. Yeah, this game just has its own rhythm to it. I guess that's yeah. the way to put it. you got to know when to fight Dracula and when to just leave him be because you don't want to go in with low health. Yeah. You need to go into him with as full health as possible, have your knife ready, and uh, just... Be really cheap. You got to be cheap to beat him because he's going to be cheap. Yeah. Oh, he definitely so, yeah. is. Yeah. I'm very cheap. Oh, we didn't mention like <laughs> sometimes when you're fighting Dracula, this happened to you a few times. Uh, he'll knock you down like ladders. Oh, gosh. And you have to go all start all over. <laughs> yeah. He'll knock you down ladders and he'll just go back to sleep in his coffin. The part, the part that about made me lose it, though, was when I defeated Dracula and was trying to find my way to the exit and I got stuck in the stupid spider web. Yeah. Don't jump in a spider web. So oh. It'll hold you there. And the other enemies will come and just peck at you. I went from full health to nothing in no time flat because yeah. I was stuck in a stupid spider web. I rarely see you that mad, but you were very animated. I was so mad because I I beat the level. I was trying to get to the exit. Uh, but uh, here's a pro tip for you. Just rock back and forth left and right on the D-pad. That's how you get out of the spider web. That's one yeah. thing I didn't want to bring up since we're talking about gameplay real quick. We used, we played on an actual uh, mm-hmm. master system. We used an actual Sega Master Controller. It's the first time I've really used it for a game. And that part I really liked. I don't know what it is mm-hmm. about those controllers. They're probably even simpler looking than the Nintendo controller. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. They just felt, it just felt right. 
You're right. And you know, I think on a Master System episode. Master System. Master System. I had trouble saying that, didn't I? Yeah. You forgot your M's. Yes. <laughs> on a Master System. Yeah. I mentioned that the D-pad lacked a little bit of precision of the NES pad, but it works so well for a game like this. Yes. Yeah. Because you didn't need to move in 360 degrees. Right. So, I'll, yeah, I love using the Master System controller for this game. Yeah, I really like the controller a lot. And it was so cool. I should mention, I guess it's sort of a, what's the word? Um, Failure. The people that try to act cool and popular by not acting cool. Oh, us. No. There's a word for it. Hipster. Oh, yeah. I guess this sounds kind of hipster. But this was, it was pretty cool that we were playing a game that could only be played on actual Sega Master System hardware the way we played it. Because the Sega card doesn't plug into anything else. Yeah. You know, so that was cool. Yeah, I really enjoyed playing it on the original hardware the way it was meant to be played. Yeah, that, that part was really cool. Okay, now we can talk about how the game looks. Because you're dying to, yes. Yeah. Well, I think this that is was a the... joke. Did you get it? No, I didn't. Okay. Now, I think... <laughs> That's my running gag. I'm just going to pretend like I don't get any of your puns, <laughs> even though I make ones that are twice as dumb. Uh the reason I want to talk about the look of the game is I feel that's where the game really shines. Mm-hmm. For me, I'm not saying that the game is amazing graphically, but it had its own sense of style to it. The game, I don't think... How do I can't put this? The, the game fit what it was. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, you're in a house, and you're going through the house. There's all kinds of monsters in the house. It felt like a haunted house, honestly, yeah. with Dracula in it. It's what it felt like. I thought whoever designed this did a great job with that. I really liked how the game... It's not it's not like Mario 3 level no. of graphics, but I would say it's very good for being, what, early, like, mid-80s? 86. 86. A year game. after the original Mario Brothers. Yeah, that's very good. I mean, I would mm-hmm. say it's better than the original Mario Brothers graphics-wise. I mean, it's... Graphics-wise, by the way. Right. <laughs> may I say. Well, yeah, when I first turned it on, I was like, oh, this is a really simple-looking game. You know, it's okay, but it threw me back a little. But before long, I, I was like you... It just really feels, I don't know, it feels... Um, it's unique. Charming, almost. It's charming, it's unique. It, it, it's it got its own, like I said, its own sense of style to it. And that was enough for me to want to keep playing it. Yeah. Like, I thought how the game looked was better than how the game played. It is definitely... Which um, we ran into with Garfield, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, I do. I really like the way it looks. It's not. It's not anything impressive by today's standards. No. But for 86, I really like what they did with it. The, yeah, and I think it was yeah. just, just really cool, like you said before, that we're playing a game that looks like that. We're playing it on the original system mm-hmm. with the original cards, how they were done at, in the first place. It just felt really awesome for some reason. It just felt like you are going back in time for a moment. It had those little details I really liked, too. Like how you start out, you're not actually in the house. You're kind of outside, and it's you know you can see the night sky. Yeah. And then you crawl down into the haunted house. And it's simple, and the levels all look pretty similar, like... I mean, the like the floors within the haunted house. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I I like the little details, little fireplaces and the hidden traps. Um, I guess this could be part of graphics. There's six rounds in the game, aka six haunted houses. Um, we only made it to the second one. I made it to the second one, and it's really similar to the first one, except now it's at dusk, so it's it's, it's evening and it's kind of orange sky. I got a weird comparison for but. this game. Have you ever played Cubert? I have recently, actually. Okay. Now, the reason I'm bringing up Cubert is because it's a very simple game. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot to it. Yet, I mean, even in graphics-wise, it's really not there, but it's so bright and colorful, and it's 
and it's a this is a kind of a puzzle too honestly i mean this this game is sort of a puzzle figuring game. out how to approach everything kind yeah. of is and it's just i don't know why i've been playing and i felt like i was playing like a game that would come out during the cubert's era which i guess i was you're right it just has yes very it doesn't look like an arcade game it looks like a mario type platformer at first glance but it's not it is more like your 80s arcade feel yeah that's what i yeah, yeah. that's a better way to say it. it's it felt like an 80s arcade game right to me i think that's fair yeah, I agree with that, and and the look goes right with that. Yeah. Well, what about the sounds and the music of the game? I'm trying to remember if that's 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 it right there. No, <laughs> we just played. No, that's what I was going to say. Right, we you just, go first, then. We just played the game a little less than what maybe an hour or two ago. It wasn't yeah. super long ago. I don't really remember the music at all. I don't remember it being bad, but I don't remember it being something I'm going to hum later. So I would yeah. say it's in the middle of the road. I don't think it was terrible or I would remember it being terrible. I was going to say I don't remember if there's more than one track. I don't think there is. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> that was gross. I bet didn't pick up. He just had a fruit by the foot. Yeah. <laughs> so being a, an early Master System game, and to be honest, the Master System wasn't known for its sound chip, and it's on a Sega card, meaning they had very limited space. It's a very, very, very simple soundtrack. But I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the sound of it. I can't honestly tell you that I remember exactly how it went now. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. But it's very simple. Yeah. Like, I don't... Yeah, I can't say it's an amazing soundtrack. But I thought it was... I hate to use the word, but I thought it was cute. Oh. <laughs> how cute. And all this, the actual sound effects and stuff were fine. They were just something yeah. you would hear in any other game at that time. Yeah. Nothing stood out. But everything fit appropriately really that yeah the sound the music the sound effects feels like an early 80s arcade game yeah it's like when you throw a fist you go for whatever reason those games yeah. always do that oh when he walks it was a funny sound i wish i could remember what that was my favorite part of the animation and the, i think it made a sounds when he was crawling oh yeah <laughs> that part was great if you ever play this game make sure you crawl at one point and just duck down and, and move forward. It, remember the monster party we covered on our yeah. second episode yeah it reminded me of that game when he crawls that's <laughs> a, that's another good comparison to this yeah I would get any feelings of that game. Yeah, I, I see that for sure. Yeah. Is there anything else about the game we should point out before we get to our final review? Um, let's see. He's thinking. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> Do you want to <laughs> give your final review, or you want me to go first? You go first. Okay. I'd never played this game before. There's parts of it that I really enjoyed. Like I said, I loved how it looked. The look of it, the colors used, <clears throat> the colors used, I'm trying to say before my voice said mm-hmm. no. And just the style and the feel of the game, I really like. It's fresh. It's a frustrating game, though. Uh, the enemies are very frustrating, especially the bats. Any, We've said this before. Any animal or enemy that flies is a terrible enemy <laughs> <laughs> in all these games. They're the worst. And this is no exception. This actually would be the rule. This would be the one you'd point to to say why you hate them. <laughs> it's, they're so annoying. Uh, I can see this game getting very frustrating, but I can also see myself playing it again and again to get better, which is a a good thing. I mean, this it's not like this game is deep. There's not a lot to it when you really think about it. However, I could see myself playing this again, and that's saying something because this is a one-player game, right? Yeah. I mean, we only played it one player, so that's what I'm assuming. I think it might have an alternating two-player mode. It does, but, well, I mean, it's a We might as well just say it's a one-player yeah. game, then. And, so, overall, I'm trying to think of a fair score. 
I'm going to give it a five and a half. I think it's just slightly better than average. The man, there's just, I'm so torn on it. Like I don't, I didn't <laughs> hate it, but I didn't love it either. Yeah. So I don't know where to put it. I don't want to be so harsh on it because just cause I didn't think it was the most amazing game ever. Well, that's, I mean, that's but it's a lot good. better. It's a lot better than other games we played. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think the more episodes we do, it's harder to, to compare. not feel harsh because yeah. we do have more to compare to. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a five and a half and I feel pretty good about that. I think it's just kind of middle of the road, but it does have a lot of good things going for it. And I would honestly, I would play this again before other games. So because it has its own charm, like you said, mm-hmm. you know, where I come out on this game is really similar to monster uh, party, which I mentioned earlier. The the gameplay itself is very difficult to the point of being frustrating, but it feels like, okay, I'm just going to try it one more time. And, and the thing is, I did. I did try it one more time and one more time. Today, I didn't play it very long. To be honest, we didn't play it that long. And it's such a simple game. I think you could probably form an opinion pretty quickly. But just because I did play it a little bit longer, it grew on me. I started to like it more. Um... Yeah, in all fairness, you did play it more than I did. And today I made it to the second round, which is actually, I mean, to me it feels like not just the second level. It's like, I feel like I kind of beat the game, and now here's the same game, but more challenging. That's kind of what it feels like when you get to the second round. Right. Um, Because I beat Dracula five times. I mean, that's a lot for one level. It reminded me of when we beat Ninja Turtles 3 for the first time, and it Splinter just said, hey, play it again, but it's going to be more hard. Sort of. (laughs) And I guess maybe that's my biggest, I don't want to say negative, but that's the biggest mark against it is I feel like the replay value isn't the best, at least not in one sitting, because I think there's three levels that that kind of look different, and then those kind of repeat, so there's six total rounds. But I don't feel like they're, they differ that much, except getting harder. Um, so I feel like, say, compared to the original Mario Brothers, which I'm not even saying that's a fair comparison, but it did. Mario Brothers did come out in the same era, in fact, a year earlier. Yeah. There's nowhere near the re- replay value of that game. Right. But for what it is, it's a very arcadey game that's very simple, yet it's, it's clever. I really love how you use the environment to your advantage. And once I discovered that, the way you use the, the knife, you know, by stopping the, the booby trap and the light bulb that freezes enemies, I just really started enjoying it more. And I'm going to give this game actually the same rating that I gave Monster Party, which was a six and a half. For me, this is definitely above average, and I knew I was liking it more than you. <sighs> to me, six and a half in this case represents a game that I'm definitely going to come back to. I enjoyed myself, but I recognize it's got its flaws. It's very frustrating at times, and I think probably the only reason I can't go higher is I do feel like I probably couldn't play this for more than 20, 30 minutes at a time, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's Some games can be like that. It's fine. But it's it's not a game I'm going to play, you know, for hours on end. Well, let me ask you this: How much does this game go for if I want to buy me a copy? Well, it's it's not expensive, but it's not the cheapest either. You can get the cartridge or the card, and it's your choice. Although I recommend you just get the cartridge if you don't have the original Master System hardware uh, for about fifteen bucks. I paid twenty dollars complete in box, and to be honest with you, um, that was a pretty good price. The complete box copies go for closer to thirty bucks. I, can, I mean, I can so, see that, especially in today's market with right. this stuff. I'm trying to decide if I would pay 20 bucks for this. I don't think I could. I'll, I'll be honest. If you're just doing it to have a fun, simple, early Master System release, 
I would just pick up the bare bones cartridge. I, w- I was going to say, if you pay like ten bucks for this, yeah. then that's fine. You can find the bare bones cartridge for ten bucks if you look. Yeah, that enough. that that I could see. Like I totally get that. Unless you're a collector and you're trying right. to get. The, for, it's just cool to have the whole box. I mean, for some reason, cool. I love having the, this one complete because it just looks weird and cool. Honestly, for these games, for the Sega Master games, just for the box art, I'm always forgetting the boxes. Right. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm glad I got it complete in box for twenty bucks. I think over the years of owning this game. I think I'll get my money's worth. I don't yeah. think I have yet, but I think I will. This is one of those games to close this discussion out. This is one of those games that I would recommend people try and at least experience it. Mm-hmm. Even though I know I gave it a five and a half, which isn't a, a high score by any means, but I still feel it's a game you need to experience for yourself because I think it's one of those types of situations where you're either going to like it or just be frustrated with it and not like it. And I think... Uh, Though I was kind of in the middle, so I guess I'm going against what I just said there. Well, in hindsight, I kind of wish I had just told you the secrets I'd found out because... <laughs> well, I it, told you not to, to be fair. You did tell me not to. But it really is more fun once you kind of... It's less frustrating once you know those secrets. Well, I was trying to be fair and come at the game like I'd never played it before. Like right. we do a lot of the games. Right. Just to be fair with it, but yeah. So give it a second chance if you uh, if you play it for five minutes. You know, give it another chance. You might enjoy it. I think you might. Um so I'm going to say for me, it's Retro Bliss approved. You're probably somewhere between approved and not approved. I'm on the fence. Yeah. I didn't hate it, but it wasn't one I would spend 20 bucks on. Yeah, I'm, I, I can totally agree with that. I'm glad I bought it, but it's well, not for everybody. Here, I'll say this. I'm glad I played it because I would have wanted to experience yeah. it anyway. So I'm glad that we we did play it, though. And let's, let's go and go to a quick commercial break, and we'll come back with some fan feedback. All right, that's a great commercial cut you just made. Let's roll it. Thank you. Sega challenges you with the ultimate video games. Games that'll blow you away. Like Alex Kidd in Miracle World. And coming soon, Monopoly. Knockout games like Rocky. Gangster Town. The shift into more excitement with the arcade hit Outrun. Only on the Sega system. Sega. There it was. Awesome. That was probably your best one. I really think so. You're getting it's only my second one. Usually you do that. Yeah. I'm very proud so, of you. I feel like you're growing up on me. <laughs> right before your eyes. Yeah. So, like, Trevor, I guess it's time for what everybody... Fan feedback. It's time for fan feedback. <laughs> Literally said that five minutes. Five seconds ago. I'm not, not five minutes. Speaking of your memory, should we mention... <laughs> I'll let you fall on your old sword. All right, go ahead. So, uh... <laughs> We were supposed to be recording this at my apartment today. <laughs> All right, here, let me tell the story. You tell the story. Okay. Just to give you guys an insight on what we do. We normally either record at my parents' house or Trevor's apartment. We go back and forth. But I have all the recording equipment that we use. So I have to take everything. I have to take the computer that we use and the microphone that we use. The computer is the is the one that's the most annoying because you have to break it down and put it to, you know and put it in, in a backpack which is what i usually take and then you can break down the microphone so you can fit it too i had done both uh-huh then i got all the way to travers we ate lunch then we went up we played the game we, i wrote my notes because you already had yours wrote out the first yeah. time and then i was setting up the laptop i had the laptop set up it was all ready to go and then i went to go get the microphone out and then i realized that i left it <laughs> i left it at the house yep so i got there without the microphone and we had to go all the way back to my house to play it, to, so, to record it. So thanks to uh, Johnny, 
Yeah, it's my fault. I'm I'm holding up to it. <laughs> Ghost, Ghost House was about to not happen again. And I was starting to think maybe we're not supposed to cover this game. Because it's really weird. Anyways. I, I, but, probably, I probably thought you thought I just really hated it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, with that being said, I really didn't mean for you to go into that long story. No, you're I, welcome. I thought you needed time. I was trying I, to stretch it out. Nope, I haven't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but hey, I, I should have known better. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know... Uh, I knew there was one fan who was going to have some feedback on this game, and uh, he did not disappoint. So our buddy Mike, a.k.a. Warp Zone Graphics on Instagram and Facebook, he um, he's actually the one that suggested this game to us a long while back, months ago. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I got really obsessed with finding this game and getting it. I finally got my hands on it, and I've been wanting to cover it ever since. Um, but he commented that he remembers when he said, I remember when my friend got it and being thoroughly confused by it for the first hour or so of playing it. Uh, which we can relate to yeah. that, probably. Yeah, that's understandable. I remember thinking the kid you controlled, Mick, I think, had pointed ears, and that was weird. Huh. Yeah, we mentioned that, too. Still don't know why. Uh, I remember the music being kind of catchy, and I agree with that. Johnny doesn't, because he's not human. Uh, no, I just don't remember it. If it was catchy, I would remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a terrible memory. Who are you? We're just, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, back to, to Mike's note here. Yeah. He said, I remember it being really hard. I agree with that. Yes. And I remember playing it all night during a sleepover and having a blast. This totally seems like the kind of game you could like play all night at a sleepover when you're young. Yeah. And just leave super awesome memories. Yeah, I definitely understand that. 100%. So, yeah. Very cool. And uh, I'm I sure guess I'm going to go back and listen to the music now. Since apparently I'm the only one who doesn't think it's as great as y'all do. <laughs> I, I didn't think it was bad. I just don't remember it. I thought it was fun. I mean, I wouldn't use the word great. Okay. But, Fair enough. Hey, now... Now can I go we for it? We that thing you wanted to do. Okay, thank goodness. <laughs> right, now it's time for what everybody's waiting on. That is the Rah. Bliss Chris. <laughs> Hit the music, Chris. go first on this. Wow. <laughs> Since I, I was not going to say Bliss Quiz. I don't know what I was about to say. I don't know either. But okay. go ahead. Hit me with your All first right. question. My first question for you, dear sir, is, uh, well, guess what? It's an eBay question. All right. I knew it. Find a bargain. Okay. So which of these is the cheapest item? An angel statue from the movie Ghost, starring Patrick Swayze. So this is a statue that was used on the set. Oh, so it's an actual movie prop. Yep. Okay. Um, a sealed copy of Ghost House the Sega card that we just played or a monster bash pinball table by Williams. And this is not related to the monster bash arcade game. It's just the closest thing I could find. Is it a complete pinball machine? Yep, it is. It's in good condition. I think so. Oh, so man. which of those will be the cheapest? I want to go with the pinball machine. No, <laughs> the sealed copy of ghost house is 280 bucks. Okay. The pinball machine is $8,999. Oh, I was going for the bargain. I picked that just a kid. Yeah. Again, I let you trip on your own sword. <laughs> I heard pinball machine, and I love those. That's all I thought about. Yep. Um, but you picked the middle item either way, so. <laughs> okay. Well, I would have lost anyway. Okay. <laughs> so this is going to blow your mind. All right. So Patrick Swayze's ghost movie, the the prop, was $30,000 as a starting bid. However, yeah. I watched this auction, and nobody bid on it, so. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready for your first one? Sure. Okay. 
besides Vlad the Impaler, or Impaler, I should say. <laughs> yes. Impala. What other historical figure do some say influenced Bram Stoker's Dracula? I want to give you some choices. Huh. Was it George Washington? Was it H.H. H. Holmes? Do you know who that is? Hubert Howard Holmes. He was one of the... Some consider him the first American serial killer. Oh. He had a house of it's really creepy that I know this, but I you know I do history creeps. But he's he had a whole house of horrors in Chicago where people would come because he was supposed to be some sort of doctor or something. But hmm. you know he wasn't healing them; he was yeah. ending their lives. Jack the Ripper, which I'm sure you've heard of him, mm-hmm. and or is it Keanu Reeves? Well, Keanu Reeves is a strong option. Yeah. But I'm going to go with George Washington. Nope, it was Jack the Ripper. Oh. It's all right, though. That would have been pretty crazy if it was George Washington. <laughs> yeah. So, I got a good one for you. All right. So, there's a Brazilian version of this game with the name that I can't even try to pronounce. But Mick, the main character, was replaced by another character. Okay. So, I'm going to give you three choices. Which was the one he was replaced by? All right. Was it El Chaplin, Colorado? El Magnifique, Texas, or La Mystique, California. So, El Chaplin, Colorado, El Magnifique, Texas, or La Mystique, California. The Colorado one. Yeah. Oh, is, is that really it? It is. I just like the El Chaplin. Yeah, <laughs> apparently it's a comic book in Brazil, maybe. Huh. But I just thought that was cool. Does it look any different, or do you know? I should have looked that up. I don't know. I'm really curious. Brazil, I don't know if anybody knows this. I think we've said it before, but Sega's still hugely popular there. Yeah. So. If they listen to our Master System episode, they would know it. Yep. Trevor, second question. Yes. What is Dracula's last name? Van Helsing. It's a trick question. He doesn't have one. Oh, yeah. That's o- fair. You're 0 for 2. You are 1 for 2. So, <laughs> I hope you don't get this one. So, <laughs> Johnny almost pulls the microphone off. I'm trying to get my paper out from under it. Your final question. All right. This is another good one. Okay. I'm going to comment on all my questions. So, which of these is not a real game? All right. Is it Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective, Tokyo Twilight Ghost Hunters, Ghost Goats from Mars, or Ghost Line? I have no idea. All those sound like <laughs> all those sound like games I would want to play. <laughs> Only one is not real. Uh, I'm going to go with the C, the third one, the Ghost Goat ones. You that, jerk. Is that it? Yeah. You know why I picked that one? Because that's the one I wanted most to be real. Well, of course. <laughs> so yeah, Ghost Line was an NES game that I really want to play now. Yeah. And uh, Ghost Goats from Mars was not real. That makes me sad. Because yeah. that's the one I really wanted to be real out of all of those. Me too. You hear me game developers get on that. Trevor. Yes. We're going to play a different sort of eBay game. Oh. I'm going to give you an item. Oh, you, thank you. And you. Okay, not personally. Oh. And then you're going to tell me a price. And oh. if you do not go... Uh, over the price of the actual game, then I'm going to say you won this question. Does that make sense? So, like, price is right rules? Yes. Okay. All right. I should have just said that. That would have been easier. All right. How much is a DVD copy of Dracula, Dead and Loving It, starring <laughs> Leslie Nielsen? Oh, my goodness. Have I not seen this before? You haven't seen this movie? No. <laughs> I've seen it. Huh. I used to love Leslie Nielsen when He's I was one of my favorites, yeah. Um, Just... How much is it? Yeah. It's a sealed copy. To help I'm you guessing eat. this must be hard to find. Um, $149. <laughs> well, 
Which is outrageous, but why would you be asking me otherwise? <laughs> you went way over. Oh. Six dollars and five cents. Well. Oh for three. That's awesome. You should have just done the prices right thing instead of dollar. I'm gonna go become a ghost. Yeah, because you technically made it where I could say any low number yeah. and I would have been right. Yeah. But I was trying to play the game right and not reveal the brokenness of your question. <laughs> I'm good at what I do. And also not good at a lot of things. We we earn every dollar we get paid for this podcast. We do, which is nothing. We don't make a dime. That's exactly what we yeah. earn, too. As my voice breaks there. Trevor, <laughs> what are we going to play next week? Do we want to go ahead and give that away? Or not? Or I'm just trying to think of a great way to end this. Um, I want to play the new uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. For this show, though. we can't. That's way too new. Well, I'm poor and I can't even afford a Switch right now. Oh, when it comes to, it's on the Wii U. We have those. Yeah, but I'm also elitist, and I kind of want to play it on the new system. Well, that's fair. You are very hipster when it comes yeah. to that. You're right. I ate one of those new Triple Crunch taco things at Taco Bell today. I tried some of that golden chicken from Taco not Taco Bell, from KFC. It was a KFC uh, Taco Bell mix, though. That's how awesome we are. We ate at one of those. This is great banter. This is fantastic. I'm going to end it Let's right Let's now. end the podcast. Are you sure? Forever. You know what? Okay. Sounds good.